Patrick Kilpatrick on the fishbowl once again. Nice to be here. Thank you for taking the time to swim in the bowl with me. I will. I mean, that sounds almost, uh, I don't know. Do you have a good filtration system? The water is nice and clean. Uh, I I hope the temperature is just right. It is. uh, It feels good to me. I I have some antibiotic stuff I can put in my ears if I get swimmers here. (laughs) Not too much allergy in here. It's it's pretty, pretty filtered out. Okay. You must have heard every one of these uh, (laughs) things over the period of your broadcasting life with this title. You know, um, at work and, and just with my personality, I love fish puns. Nice. <laughs> um, I'm going to stay away from that because there's some deadly politically insensitive ground that I might cross into, but I, I won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Well, um, we have a lot to talk about. You have two new films, two new books, and you're running for governor of California. Yes. Let's talk about uh, your two new films first, Catalyst and Nightwalk. Okay. Nightwalk is the first Moroccan film to come to Hollywood. It's not the first Hollywood film to film in Morocco, but it's the first Moroccan-inspired production, Moroccan director, largely Moroccan crew, broad-spectrum sort of international cast, and filmed a couple days in L.A. and mostly in Morocco. I set myself on fire twice for the production, which was really kind of fun. It premiered at the Moscow Film Festival and won a couple of awards in Prague, and they had the premiere here. And it was a, a wild performance, and gratefully I'm getting lauded for that. So, But you'll have to decide that for yourself. Well, I actually, I, I had a chance to check it out. There were a lot of great performances in there, but yours was especially good. I really enjoyed the film. I thought it spoke a lot of what's going on in the world right now. I thought it was a great opportunity to actually address some stuff. You know, Aziz, the director, his principal drive was actually to show that Muslims are not all terrorists. And I agree with him in that, particularly after having gone to Morocco, because I may have had some issues with the institutional structure of Islam and how it seems to be fighting within itself right now for a direction into the future. I also saw the hope that Islam actually gives to people of all walks of life in Morocco. I've never met more welcoming, more gracious people in my entire life. And I really saw the power of that particular religion to inspire and and give solace to the people of a nation. Obviously, that's how that is directed institutionally becomes the issue, just like institutionally Catholicism. You know, it's a great force for good and charity, and also they've had some institutional problems with pedophilia and things like that. So the bottom line is there's a lot of great people in every religion, and there's a lot of institutional frameworks that really need some work. Whatever institution you're talking about, whether it's the federal government of America or the government of California, which I'm particularly concerned with right now, as well as our international film initiatives that we're doing with different countries and 
in relationship to California. So it's just important to do things with as much ethics and decency for people as possible. And that's what we're trying to do with the political campaign, the governorship, to unite Californians to make California a better place. There you go. I, I had a grand time doing Nightwalk, and some of the people are really dear friends. And in fact, I got engaged there to my wife in front of the cast and crew. Oh, fantastic. Congratulations. Thanks a lot. Yeah. And then we got betrothed in Cartagena, Colombia, and we were going to have a service here in America, but COVID interfered with that. And now we're talking about resurrecting that, although we may be going into another lockdown here in California or L.A. County in particular, which I, I don't hope we do. And I also don't think lockdowns are particularly effective. I think that's one of the reasons why there's a recall election, because people in California were not happy with the whole notion of being locked down and our economy being ravaged that we ought to be able to find a better way to contain this virus and to act as responsible citizens to do what we can while preserving individual liberty. I, I can definitely agree with that. I, I was actually um, out in California about four years ago now for a, a film festival one of my screenplays made it into. And that was really like my first trip out there as like an adult. And the homeless situation was really bad then. And I just saw, I think it was Showtime or HBO, one of the premium channels had a documentary special that was showing that there was actually like a company that formed to allow people to, you know, live in their cars and parking lots and in safety because things are like that out of control. They are, and that's a big issue with people, and it's a very visible one. And that's another reason why people are distinctly dissatisfied with the current administration here in California. We've identified some of the components to homelessness, which it seems to be composed of five central, maybe six central components. One, which is able-bodied people who've fallen on hard times, one is an able-bodied group that just wants, they, they look upon homelessness as some sort of version of freedom and abdication of responsibility. Then you have the drug addicted, you have the sex trafficked, you have the mentally challenged, and you have a veteran component, which is overlapping of many. And there's overlappings. You also discover there aren't facilities in the state to accommodate any of those groups. So what we're advocating is the infrastructure of that being constructed and also a workforce being conceived for California for the beautification of the state out of people who are able-bodied and need to have jobs. And you cannot live on the dole and you cannot live on the streets. You have to participate either in your own treatment or your own resurrection if it will, or you're going to go to jail for vagrancy. And if you're able-bodied, then you have to participate in labor to beautify the state. We're not trying to create any kind of situation that doesn't address people compassionately. 
but you also have a large population of addicted people. They don't want to go to rehab. Well, if you don't want to go to rehab, then you're probably going to go to jail. There has to be a law enforcement component there that this stuff is not, not allowed. So we're looking at a lot of options on that, but we come from the standpoint that these circumstances cannot continue to exist, and it's a no-go. It's not going to happen. We're going to find solutions, and we're going to find solutions that work for everybody. And that's the principle of the campaign. The other thing that is deeply troubling here is the absolute runaway taxes and the absolute sprawling fleeing of all of our industries and film production, which is the centerpiece to our campaign. California is not competitive to keep businesses here, and California is not competitive to keep eco-sensitive jobs in businesses and in the film business. We just had two days ago, Disney announced that they're leaving for Florida. And as Elon Musk says, California currently does not get it. Well, we get it. We run our business so it's balanced. We deliver the goods in film development, script writing, film finance, investor relationships, acting, producing, teaching, delivering the goods in whatever endeavor you have is central. And the California state government is not delivering the goods to its people and not elevating or having empathy for its people. Long-winded answer, I apologize, but there's a lot to speak about on this, but there's also some central core values here that have to be exercised. So yes, there's a lot of challenges, but truly having a secure border and taking care of our undocumented is not in a clear path to citizenship with a fine for illegal entry. Uh, there, there's ways to solve these problems, and yet we're just wallowing. And that's not a either a visionary or something that the people of California deserve. So we do things in teams here, and we affect the outcomes positively for everybody involved. Awesome, awesome. That definitely speaks to a lot of the issues, and I, for one, can definitely agree with all that. I definitely am on your side, and I'm hoping that everything goes well with the election. That's coming up September 14th, if I'm correct. It is. Back to our film, I don't know when Catalyst is coming out, but I'm very excited about that film because it's a young director that I uh, have worked with named Christopher Falkins. Christopher Falkins and I, I really want to help shepherd his career. Uh, we've got a film slated for me to direct that's been funded. They're going through the paperwork on that, and I'm playing sort of the nominal lead in the ensemble piece for that. Uh, we've got a number of film initiatives that we're going to be announcing at our preliminary launch press conference slash event, glamorous event. And we don't yet have a date for that, but that's coming and in the works. We're doing all the technological stuff to advance all those initiatives. California needs to work with people overseas in other states and within its own state to get the job done. I think we're up to the task. In fact, awesome. I, I know we are. We've done it in every endeavor we've ever embarked upon. So why could we not do it here? Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Let's talk about uh, your, your two new books real quick. Volume 2, Dying for a Living, and Showbiz. Well, actually, it's, it's a little bit of a misnomer. Volume 1, Dying for a Living, Sins and Confessions of a Hollywood Villain and Libertine Patriot, 
volume one was uh, had to do with my upbringing, my writing career in New York for every magazine in New York, most of the ad agencies, and then into my theater career in New York. That one came out in 2018. It was launched at the National Press Club and the Kennedy Center for Performing Arts. And then it's done very well. It has 100% five-star reviews. It's available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles and all the platforms, Audible. And an autographed copy can be had from PatrickKillPatrick.com. Now, Volume 2, which I was happily polishing at the beginning of COVID, it was about a third or more through the polish. That process was somewhat interrupted because my company, Uncommon Dialogue Films, and my team, we all got hired to do a big Asian-themed action thriller, which we've now delivered, and that's with a major streaming service. And then, lo and behold, we were hired to do another one, this one not even attached to any kind of parameters, and so that's a big visionary crime film set in a particular environment, which I won't talk about just yet, but we've been engaged to pull that one off and do that one, and that's ongoing. And we have a number of other projects that are coming online as well that I had done, I had initiated, and now we had gotten the funding for our team. COVID was actually pretty revelatory for me, I'll bet surreal, and I know really damaging for a lot of people, but I hold up and we elevated all of our projects and met by Zoom the way we are right now. And it was a great time for writing and the graphics and research that are involved in putting projects together and the elevation of everything that we have. So that's ongoing. I mean, it, the whole process is pretty much a process of expansion. It's so rewarding just getting the signatures to get on the ballot because I have a newfound sense of my community and resurrected old friends for all of that process. And now the campaign is doing exactly that. We have an arrangement going with a major car manufacturer for a omissionless car vehicle. We have all kinds of product integration stuff that we put in our film stuff that will be brought to bear to launch at the press conference for the campaign. I just, I'm very lucky. I have a really good team of which my betrothed, my wife is central to that. And my good friends, there's Maria right next to me who's working with me and Jeff and Raffaello. I have a really great team of people. And of course, we bring on a lot of people as we need them for a project. Awesome. Awesome. You probably didn't know I could talk so readily, did you? <laughs> you're, 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 um, you're answering basically all the questions for me. So, uh, not a good thing. I should ask you, uh, allow you, you you're inter integral to this process. Yeah. No, no, no. I love when I have guests that can really just go in a roll, let the information flow, you know, keep my listeners engaged, you know, and, and really on, on the edge of their seat with what they're listening to. So please, please go on. <laughs> well, we can talk about almost any topic. I'm, Look, I'm very enthralled with the visionary process of making films or communications, and really the process is the same for California. If you're attuned to your environment, very central to our campaign is the preservation of the beauty of the state. So we have a 70% tax incentive for any young couple or middle class. We have such an affordable housing crisis here. 
So we're proposing a 70% tax incentive for anybody who's renovating the historical building so that young people and people trying to get on the housing ladder can do so more readily. And we know that works because my sister did it in Richmond, Virginia, and renovated the entire city and turned it into a jewel. We also know that there was racial strife in Richmond, Virginia, as there was here in L.A., and a lot of things were damaged. So on that issue, we stand for zero tolerance of crime and destruction, at the same time to be able to peacefully protest for racial inequities or anything else that you want to protest. That's a sacred activity and needs to be guarded. But law enforcement needs to be backed up when criminality is being brought to bear. And it's appalling that that has been allowed to take place and shopkeepers and business owners lose their economic wherewithal as those who are not associated to the protesting or lose control of the protesting go in a different direction. So the campaign is about bringing together disparate views, listening to everybody, having empathy for everybody, and listening to the fact that a secure border and taking care of your undocumented in a path to citizenship with a fine for illegal entry is a solution. Secure zero tolerance for crime while you're creating a safe place for people to advocate for racial justice and equity for everyone. They are not incompatible. Having pro-business initiatives that also foster and preserve the environment are not incompatible. California should have been many years ago on solar power and wind power. We have subsidies for that for landlords. Many of us live in apartments. The majority of people live in apartments. Well, the landlords need to be helped out so that they can put solar power and solar energy and wind energy into the buildings of our state. And bottom line is California should be a major exporter of ecological um, technology to the world. We should be leading the way in education and all these other areas. We're not. In fact, we're spiraling downward. There's a free fall here and it has to be arrested. So for the tax incentives for the film stuff, immediate cash rebate of 25% to bring parity to places like New Mexico and to Georgia and other countries like New Zealand and the UK. I love working in those places. I'm a lead actor, a lead film person. And so I was taken to those places. But why have we given away tens of billions of dollars in California in jobs that are going elsewhere? Because of lack of vision, lack of management, and lack of attachment to reality. There's no other explanation. That is sort of an innate arrogance. Almost all of these issues seem to stem out of those things. So I think there's a fair amount of corruption. I think there's a fair amount of the in-place infrastructure of power that is not actually serving the people of California. And people are fed up with it across party lines. This has nothing to do with Republicans or Democrats. They're over being poorly led and poorly governed. So there you go. That's our story, and it's actually true, and we're sticking with it, and that's the nature of the campaign. Awesome, awesome. All sounds very, very good. I would vote for you. I think anybody that listens to this interview has all the the necessary reasons and causes to vote for you. 
and um, definitely, definitely hoping everything turns out in your favor in um, September. A couple of more things. A part of our platform, I urge anybody to go to Kilpatrick for Governor to look at the other things that we stand for. A couple of them I'm very excited about that are coming online is a dentistry initiative for pre-K to grade 12 that's being put together by a great dentistry team so that we can carry dentistry with the private sector support into all of our children from pre-K through to 12. We need to expand our community colleges as well. But principally, I hear, how can I afford to send my child to community college even when I'm working two and three jobs just to keep a roof over my head? We need to bring these great eco-sensitive jobs back to California and lower taxes so that people have a way of getting their kids the education that they need. I am very proud of the fact that I got my kids through high-end colleges, even them being as gifted students as they are, but they have no student debt. We have to figure out how to do that for more people. And that principally comes from individual citizens rolling up their sleeves, individual governments rolling up their sleeves, the private sector rolling up its sleeves, Hollywood rolling up its sleeves so that we can all get the job done together. United, we are one. That's the principle of the campaign. Absolutely. I definitely agree. We all kind of have to work together if we're going to get anything done and and move forward with anything in the coming years. Well, that's how skillfully we do things in the film business. That's how you do it whether it's Spielberg-level films, which I've worked on, or James Cameron-level films, whether it's the lowest low-budget film, we all need to roll up our sleeves and make the places we live better, more productive, more efficient, more empathetic to everyone that's living in our environment. Not for people who are not willing to contribute. Those people need to be funneled into situations where they will need to contribute. So... I guess in some ways it's a soft hand and a hard hand, not an emphasis on a hard hand, because rarely is that the right way to get people to follow you into any endeavor. But there does have to be a law enforcement component that is part of the situation with the homeless and some of these other issues. And we need to have advanced training and lengthier education time for our law enforcement people as well. One thing that Colin Kaepernick said that really resonated with me is you can become a police officer in six months, but you have to go three years to become a lawyer. Um, That resonated with me. You actually have to have more training and advanced training. And we ask too much of our law enforcement people on some levels, which should be handled by aggressive and well-run child support services and things like that, social services. I definitely agree. There's a lot of issues within our own government and political system and just really how things are run all over that needs a lot of attention and detail to how we can fix things to move forward to make sure that the rioting doesn't happen, people are able to live safe and um, that we can all get along together in equal ways. Well, we can, Sam. 
I look forward to volume two will be out when I finish it. It was clear to me, even when I was polishing it at the beginning of COVID, that it literally was two books. It's a historical record to some extent, fun and not to some extent. I try to write things that are really compelling, that it's a historical and compelling joyride through my years as an action actor and now a producer and in the governor's race. But also it's a book about our lives in COVID keeping pace with those events. So that'll come out, Dying for a Living, Wasted Talent in the Valley of Debacle. That'll be out, volume two, all show business all the time. That'll be out as soon as I can get it out. <laughs> when I get a little moment of free time, which is certainly not before September 14th, I try to work on that one. So we'll get there. And I look forward to coming back on your show when the book comes out and as more films come out. I better run. Onward and upward. Last question or anything? Um, I did just want to tell you on a side note that since the last time we talked, I've been working on um, two action kind of horror scripts with you kind of in mind for a main character. And um, some of them have been doing pretty well in uh, some screenwriting competitions. And they both honestly need a few more rewrites but whenever they're finished i was wondering if i could send them to you to just read and review possibly well that sounds great there are lots of things involved in that question and that really kind of comes down to client relations when people ask me to read scripts i charge a fee just because i have to otherwise my life life to um but I know that you would be elevated by that process, and I would tell you what I think it needs to be done to turn it into a globally significant either film with sequels and streaming vehicle, and I'll be happy to do that and work something out with you at that time. And, of course, you may be so happy with that that they end up being on Common Dialogue Films projects, and we'll talk about that. At that time, I'd turn you over to Maria, who's wonderful, and get the proper non-disclosures and uh, the uh, paperwork for all of that and so that we mutually can go forward about everything that we need to do awesome that 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 sounds fantastic thank you so much you're most welcome it sounds intriguing and it sounds exciting we'll have to just work it out so that it works for everybody okay sounds great patrick thank you so much Thank you for taking the time to swim in the bowl with me. I, again, I hope the temperature was just right. I go swimming every day in the pool down the hall and down the thing, and it's an indispensable part of my life. In fact, it keeps me pretty limber and keeps me sane. It washes off all the computer work uh, of the day. So, yeah, I'm happy to go swimming with you, Sam. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. See you soon. See you God, soon. By the way, your people out there, we'd love for you to join us. Go to Kilpatrick for governor. We could use your donations. I know that's a sordid aspect to politics, but the plain fact is these things take money. I'm doing it on my own. Currently, we'd love to have your support. We've had some wonderful donations from people, and it will be well spent, and you'll see the results. Onward and upward. Thank you very much. Love to have you join us. Thank you. You bet. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.